Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. If you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, exercise, medications, and surgery. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and and consult consult your doctors. doctors. Guys, we all need our vitamins after surgery, regardless of what you think. Yes. It's a must. Yes. So why not choose the easiest and the best tasting in the community? Seriously, it's ProCare, guys. ProCare is so delicious. I use their chewable for over a year. That's how I know. Yes. And I love their capsules. Yes. Love them. They're once a day. I take them at night. Easy peasy. And my labs are fantastic. Yeah. Our labs are great. And I've actually switched to the capsules and I take those at night now. So if you guys need your iron, they have them with iron and they have them iron free. They even have calcium chews. Yes. The calcium chews. mm, Perfect. They have mocktail ones. So go over to ProCareNow.com and use our code OSLP to save some money. Prepping and measuring your food post-op is a beast all in itself. But Portion Perfection has actually made it super, super simple. They have bowls, plates, and even a lunch bag called the Kitten Carry, where you can have all of the system ready to go. Yeah, we love carrying that thing around with Mm -hmm. us. It's so much easier to pack your lunch, your snacks, especially when you're on a road trip. That Mm -hmm. thing is a lifesaver. Yes. If you want to get these things to help your journey, just go over to PortionPerfection.com and use our code 15 osl pod. And again, that's 15 OSL pod. And you can also go over to our Amazon storefront to pick out any of those that you would like to use. Are you feeling lost alone? Maybe a little unsupported in your bariatric journey? Well, if you are, we have a great resource for you. It's called the tribe membership, and they have support groups every single day with experts in their field who also had bariatric surgery comes with journal prompts, workouts and recipes. You name it. They got it. You'll never feel alone again once you join the tribe. Now go over to thesleepdietitian.com and use code OSLP at checkout. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Maho. And we just want to remind you guys that Mel is wearing one of our merch items over yes, here. Yes, merch it up, people. Yes. If you... Or on YouTube, you could see this. But I'm wearing my hoodie, my sweater. Yep. It has our Sleeve Life podcast down the arm. Yes. And it has the OSLP in the left-hand corner. And then our big old faces on the back. Yes. So I am excited. It's one of my favorite sweaters, it's honestly. Comfy. Yeah, I always oh. get them super big. So then they're just baggy. Because yep. I just like a baggier sweater. Yeah, this one's the extra large. And it's baggy on me. And I love it. Yes. Because I can have my tea. And I feel so comfy and cozy. And we have all sorts of other merch items on yeah. our website. We have um, our own mugs. Duh. Duh. Because that's what we do Mm -hmm. we drink tea and coffee um well yeah you guys remember you guys know (laughs) you You guys guys know know. um but we have t-shirts we have tanks we have mugs we have tumblers we have all of the things that you could possibly want on the website it's on there it's and we also do still have jby merch yes um which if you don't know what jby is it is the award show bariatric award show that we have created Mm -hmm. which there will be one every year now that's right it's just Um, be you award show so all the jby merch is on our website so just Mm -hmm. go on over to our sleevelifepodcast.com and the merch button is up at the top click on that scroll Mm -hmm. down and order order yourself some cool stuff seriously because it's like 
like she said, it's at rclifepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Now the top part says become a patron. It does. And if you don't know what a patron is, what you what they are is are like exclusive people that mm-hmm. help us support us and then they get these awesome benefits. Yes. So like not only do they get a Zoom call Every, Every month, month with us. Um, they also get discounts on merch items. Mm-hmm. They get exclusive videos from us. We have yes. That's What She Said Corner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we have our favorite part. The Benchies. Benchies. It is called The Winner's Bench. Yes. And it is an exclusive Facebook group. That's right. That you can only gain access to if you are a patron mm-hmm. of $7 or higher. And then you get all of the benefits of the support group yeah we have over 200 people we mm-hmm. even have um lots of men now that are in yes. there we love all of the you guys are, the men are showing up they're showing up and i yes. love to see that support so yes. go over there do that and then like i said the the you know if you're watching you could see the sweater i'm wearing yes and so you want to go over to youtube yes and put just type in our sleeve life podcast we're the only ones that's right and then you'll be able to see videos like this one mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah, because one thing I think I forgot to tell you guys, we're coming to the East Coast. We are. It is yeah. official. Whoop, whoop. East it Coast is tour. Official. We are going to be there in February. Yes, we'll we have, also have those dates to you guys very, very soon. We'll have those linked below because mm-hmm. by the time this is out, we'll know all the dates and where we're going to be. Yes. Um. So, yes, we're going to be. I, I can give you at least the towns. We, we can. We know Orlando's our first Orlando's stop. Orlando's going to be the first stop because you know your girl has to go to Disney World and Mel has never been. So we are going to go and live our best lives I'm in Disney so World. I'm so excited. But we also get to do an exclusive show. Yes. And all of that will be available, like Mel said, linked mm-hmm. below. And then our second tour date is or tour location yep. is going to be Philly. Philly. We're coming to Philly. Yes. And oh as you God. guys know, Dad Rob lives in Philly. That's right. It is going to be so much fun and again it is going to be an exclusive show yeah so there's only going to be a certain amount of tickets that's why we're saying exclusive so once those tickets are sold we're done Mm -hmm. no one's let in at all because it's going to be at a small area um so it's going to be a lot really like intimate yes it's going to be a lot of fun and then our last tour date or tour i'm so excited i don't know our next stop location Mm -hmm. is Brooklyn! We're coming to New York. <laughs> We're going to fucking Brooklyn. Yes. This is going to be awesome. We're so excited. Yeah. And again, it is going to be the same type of deal. Yes. There's only going to be a, a certain number of tickets that are being sold. So you will want to snag those ASAP yes. if you are in the area. Yes, because you know your girls, there's going to be more than just us. We have random shit that's going to be happening on these live yes. shows. So you definitely want to come because they're not going to be live streamed. They're not. They're not. So they're they're just going to be only for the people that come. That's right. So So. go to our website. I know it's going to be on our website and there will be a link in our bio. Mm -hmm. Um, So come see us and we can't wait to see you. Yes. All right. right. What are we talking about today, Cal? So today, in honor of it being January, um, you guys all know that I am on Manjaro now. Yes, she is. And at this moment in time, I have lost 12.5 pounds in in five weeks. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. So I'm actually seeing progression. But anyways, we're not talking about Manjaro Manjaro today. We already did that episode. Um, (laughs) But you guys know that I went... So I... First off, I get a lot of questions about this. Mm-hmm. So first off, no, I did not go to my surgeon for my prescription Correct. because she does not prescribe injectables or she didn't at the time that I asked. 
So I went through a secondary source, which is called Sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie, the sleeve dietitian, actually <laughs> told me about them because she Fine. uses them. Yes. And so it is a online source mm-hmm. that you can go in and you can connect they connect you with an actual doctor yeah and they look over all your meds and your health history and they will prescribe weight loss medications for you yeah so it's not just monjaro it's not just monjaro i there's so many i would go v um there's a there's so many that you can yeah. go through so yeah. if one doesn't work they can work with you to get you a another source which is really really cool so I go through sequence and when I was on their website, I noticed their blog. And so, of course, you know, being in constant weight loss surgery world, I was reading through a few of them. And one that caught my eye was all about cravings. Yeah. And that's it's the weird thing about Majoro is I'm not having these cravings all the time. The food addiction part is gone. Yeah. But I know so many people battle that yes cravings are a motherfucker man they are the i mean i have them part of it is crazy all the time and i even like we so for my cousin we did a uh, fun little party <laughs> yes we did we did we uh i ordered a stripper that yes. did that that did happen that was that was interesting i uh, never done that before yeah and i was good staying in the kitchen yeah and just watching the show and taking pictures because i did not want to be a part of that it was a lot a lot of fun it but was, also it was it was a lot a lot it's a bunch of women so you know we have our snacks and <laughs> they of course we have a cake because it's her birthday yes and it was a delicious cake right and I eat my slice, just my little guy. Mm-hmm. And then I look at Kelly and I was like, is this what Manjaro does for you? And she's like, what? And then someone tried to talk to me. I'm like, nope, I have a Manjaro question. <laughs> and it's because within like 10 minutes of after me eating it, my brain was like, I want more. I want more. I need more. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we do when we can get more? Like, mm-hmm. what time do you think we can have more? Yes. I was like looking at the time. I'm like, oh, it's only been like 10 minutes. There's no way I can have more now. Like, and then I, that's why I asked you, I was like, is this what it stops? Because, because I didn't even have a slice of cake. No, you didn't even have one. I was like, no, I'm good. And I, I had really one and it. I was like counting when I can have more. So you knew you said that uh, that's actually what it does. It, it's actually what it does Um, there. So we did a friends party over the weekend and it was interesting because normally I am sitting by the food or standing by the food and I'm trying everything and I'm eating it yep. like it's a constant flow of food because yep. it's all sitting right in front of you. Yeah. And I did not have that problem. I noticed. All. I was like outside. Mm-hmm. I I did have my cup of cocoa because I, I did this fabulous co- hot, co- hot chocolate bar, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't even get a p- photo of. So yeah. that's cool. Um, but <laughs> That's surprising. I, I know. But I was so like, even through like cooking, I made my salmon dip and I had two crackers with salmon dip. Mm-hmm. Did not have it again. I can't tell you how many I had because it was so good. It, it did turn out really Yeah, the good. smoked salmon dip was bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I had one of my spinach artichoke Parmesan quiches. Mm-hmm. Like I literally did not like I was not focused on food. Right. And I think I only drank half of my hot chocolate. I had I know one I shot did, yeah. of tequila. tequila. That was it. Like it just eliminates the the constant narrative yeah, in, in your, your head. head because that's what I feel like. I think food addiction and cravings go hand in hand. Yeah, I think so too. Because if you have mm-hmm. food addiction, it, I feel like your your inner monologue about food 
yeah. and what you want and how, like you're saying, like what time you can have it, when, mm-hmm. when you can have it, when can you sneak it? Yeah. When can you, no one's going to be around. So you can just like pop in and have some, like, that's the constant narrative that I, I felt before the medication. Well, and that's definitely what I have. And Currently. I, I definitely did that that night too. I was like, no one's in here. I'm taking a bite. Right. It's like the sneakiness comes out. It does. It's interesting because like I can have whatever food I want. Right. Mm-hmm. But yes, we can. If I would get up in the middle of the night. So this is before Manjaro. I would get up in the middle of the night and I would feel like I was caught doing something horrible. Yes. If like one of the girls came out. Yep. I think my Dylan came out. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you feel guilty and instant guilt. And then the inner monologue of why are you doing this starts going. Yeah. Right. So then you feel guilt on top of it. So then you're stressing. Yep. Which is actually a part of cravings. It that is. we're learning. Um, stress is huge for cravings. It is. Huge, huge. Because it is. And this is something that Jamie said when I started working with her. She said. When you go towards food, it's because food has always been a comfort for you. Right. It's always been there for you. So no wonder why you would use that as a yeah, of course you would because it's always made you feel good. Exactly. Yeah. It's like and going back to a, a bad ex-boyfriend. That's, you know, that's a great it is. analogy. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So I would feel guilty. And then to on top of that, I would hide it in my pocket of my my uh, mm-hmm. bathroom robe. Yeah. And so then it was like it didn't exist. No one saw right? it. So it's Nobody fine. saw it. So then I would go back into the room and then if Zach like moved or anything, I would like immediately put it down. Because oh, I didn't yeah. want to get caught eating it. Have you ever done so? Because I don't have a robe. So well, you I do have I do have a robe. I just don't use it like often. Um, but I've done the whole like where I hold it to where they can't see it while I'm walking. Right. <laughs> and it's like, no, like, bitch, everybody knows what you're doing. And if it crinkles, I'll I'll oh, open it in right? the kitchen. So, so that it doesn't crinkle. crinkle in the room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's there so was, bad. Because there was one night where I was actually eating my calcium chews mm-hmm. and I was it, the bag crinkles and then the wrapping crinkles and it woke Zach up one time and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm eating my calcium juice like <laughs> I felt like even if I had that guilt like with yeah. the calcium juice yeah. and so it's really weird that that doesn't happen anymore mm-hmm. like I literally had chocolate covered uh pineapples on my nightstand and I didn't even eat them wow and those are good and if there's they are very good and it was even more weird because it was sitting there I knew it was there mm-hmm. I just didn't care. Right. And that's what I want. I want the I don't care. Right. But it's there. And that's why this like medication is so groundbreaking. Yeah. And this is something this is something else I want to talk about, though, while we're on this. Yeah. This subject is I keep getting messages from people that say that it's awful that I'm promoting this medication because it's for diabe- diabetics. Right. Oh, yeah, there's I been didn't know several, that. several comments that you've been getting these messages. Yes. Okay. That people think that it's awful that the diabetic patients aren't getting their medication because of all of the people that are using it for weight loss. Now, 
I just I just want to say the people that's on the manufacturer. Correct. So stop blaming the people that are using it. And second of all, newsflash: medications are used for multiple purposes. Yeah. I can't tell you how many medications that I'm on that it's like, oh, this is also used for this. This is also used for this. Like there it's prescribed in more than one way. Yeah, guys, um, especially from the males that are listening, you guys all know your dick pills were supposed to be something else first. Right. Yeah. It was not meant to be a dick pill, but it accidentally became one because that was like one of the best side effects that was happening correct correct so come on people and so like even my um cymbalta cymbalta is used for several different ways but when they used it for nerve pain they also found out it's used it's also used for a mood stabilizer anti-depression there you go anti-anxiety and then it's also used for people to help uh, quit smoking. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So it's like, hey, one prescription can help thousands and different types of people. Correct. So quit it with this bullshit garbage that the people that are using Manjaro for weight loss, is, they shouldn't have yes. to be able to use it because the diabetics need it. Yeah, we agree. Everybody needs it. Everyone needs it. That's a manufacturer problem, not a not a people problem. Correct. So. And you should stop blaming the people that are getting it just because you think that we should go without our food addiction or we should deal with our food addiction so that people get it for diabetes. There's also other medications for diabetes. Well, and some of us out here, which we know are food addicts that also have diabetes. Yes. So like you're this medication can really help one person kill two birds with one stone. Correct. So why are like, oh, my God, people just drive me crazy. I know. I know. So So I just wanted to talk about that because I've noticed it a lot on my uh, Friday Manjaro updates on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I understand that you're probably just as frustrated as I am when yeah. I when you hear you can't get it, right? Yeah. But that is not my fault. No. That is the manufacturer. And so blame go go talk to them. Well, and the weight loss people aren't hoarding. No, it's not stuff. like I'm out here like with six months and going, whoa, you yeah. can't get yours. Like you're literally only getting your month supply at a time. Correct. And so. I actually go through the same frustrations trying to get it. Yeah. I listened to her called like she had a caller writing and they called like five or six of them until they found one that had it. Yeah. So it's not like it's re- one that she's searching for it. It's two, the right aid is doing the work. And Correct. three, they even said there's a manufacturing issue, that there's a high demand, low supply. Yes. And so, they're dealing with with it yeah but we have to give each other grace because we all need this medication for different reasons and we should all be helping each other not breaking people down no for it no so, no no people that's my little so, uh, soapbox when you were on sequence yes let's go back to the original it say what causes cravings so it did. Okay. So here I'm going to pull up the blog because I have the one that says how to eliminate, but I also want to yes. know what causes these cravings. Okay. So I thought these, these things were kind of really interesting because you get, we learn stuff every day when we're on this podcast, when mm-hmm. we're talking, doing research, all these things. But I, I've never actually looked into what causes food cravings. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's very interesting. So uh, low blood sugar. So what they say is research shows that cravings increase when blood sugar is low. It's part of biology. Having low blood sugar usually results in low energy, which means your body is going to be driven to look for this for some energy. 
What's the fastest form of energy? Carbs. Carbs. Yeah. So processed carbs and sweets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it can happen when you skip a meal or skip a snack. That makes so sense. So we need to make sure that we're eating three meals a day, having your snacks in between, making sure they're high protein. Yeah. High fiber is always really good because that's going to keep your glucose levels very even. Yeah. And you feel full longer with fiber. Correct. So, so um, and then... So their um, example is an apple with almond but- butter versus the leftover donuts at your office. The key is to get that apple before your blood sugar drops too low. Pay attention to when you typically get that afternoon hunger slump and have your snack 15 to 30 minutes before that. Ooh. So you're actually tracking it, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Because we've all felt that, right? We Mm -hmm. all know when we have that afternoon. Like when I was working my day job, like I remember exactly when it would hit. Yep. And I would go straight for a uh, coffee because mm-hmm. you want that inner instant, instant energy. Yep. But instead, having something with like an apple, an almond butter, or even regular peanut butter, um, you're getting the fat, you're getting a little bit of protein, and then you're getting the fiber from the um the apple. The apple itself. So that's yeah. gonna give you that lift. Yeah. And I would say I noticed mine was around like two, two thirty. Okay. Yeah, that's about um, mine. About two thirty, three o'clock is yep. usually when mine would hit. And it's always because I did not have like a full satisfying meal. Ah. I noticed that if I didn't have my protein shake in the afternoon, mm-hmm. um, oh, and if I did not have high protein, I was like one, I felt very lethargic and fatigued yeah. by like two thirty three. Yep. And then like I would just would go for whatever's near me back in the day. Yeah. Yep. And before working with Jamie, that's what I would do. I would come over here. We would do our work Mm -hmm. and then I'd get home and then I would just like ravage everything, everything, anything and everything that was easy instead of going towards something with more protein Mm -hmm. or fiber, you know, getting that glucose level up. Yes. So yep. cravings definitely happen during that time. So it makes complete sense. Yeah. I mean, the science is behind it. It's like, yeah. hey, like your shit's low. We need to yeah. refuel and mm-hmm. we just need to refuel with the right things. Correct. It's like us going to a gas station and getting fucking diesel when we shouldn't be getting diesel. It's mm-hmm. like that's you will fucking good, ruin you the analogies. Today. I know. Big. I like it. Yeah, because there's no way like that would ruin your fucking day with that like you so why are we doing all these high so we're going towards leftover donuts we're going through cookies candy chips like anything that's easy to grab yeah and they have high sugar Mm -hmm. so of course our cravings are going towards that but what we should be doing like and i've started doing it now um is making my canned chicken. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it last week because I picked her up some from Costco. Because shocker, shocker, I'm having basically a can a day. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. <laughs> like is. she actually asked Jamie on one of our calls and Jamie's like, it's just chicken. Like, yeah, right. you can have it every day. I know. She's like, is there something wrong with the can? I'm like, I love no. her questions. Though, I know. Because th- she makes you think. Yeah. And then you're like making the decisions on your own. Yep. And so it cracks me up how I she know, did that I know because I was you. like, well, I guess it's not a problem. Yeah. And then I pulled the whole like, well, I remember seeing it on a movie. If you throw the can, you can get it cheaper. And there's botulism that could happen, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But right. That's why yeah. I thought it was like, is it okay that I eat a can of chicken a day? And then she was like, well, yeah, of course you can. Yeah. I mean, it's simple. It's quick. It's easy. It's packed with protein. Well, and it's canned goods. Like those are stuff that lasts a very long time. Yeah. And so. you can make a big batch of it. And then 
you just eat it throughout the week. Yeah. So like it, the cool thing is, is if you have quick things like that on hand that are already pre-made, when you get home, say you had a long day, you couldn't eat all day or whatever. Yeah. You can go and eat that. And then you're, you're refueled. Well, I felt like fucking satisfied for a long time. Like if I, if you have one can of chicken, like for me, I'm satisfied probably for almost four hours. Oh yeah. Like it's a long period, even yeah. to where when I had it at your house, aunt Nini made dinner and she's like, okay, dinner's going to be done in 20. And I was like, okay. And then when dinner was done, I didn't even feel hungry yet. And it's hard because Aunt Nini wants you to eat when she's done cooking. Yeah, like, she wants you to have it like, hot. And yeah, like yeah. it's offensive for her for you to not because she'll mm. keep checking on you and be like, did you get dinner yet? Did you get dinner yet? So I would I just went and got it and I like had some bites and I'm like, I'm not even hungry. Yeah. So I just let it sit. And then she's like full. And I was like, yeah, yeah, just a little full because yeah. she knows that I eat small yeah. um, and it takes me a while to eat stuff. Yeah. But that's why I was like, just go pick it up because she'll keep checking. Yep. <laughs> Just go and get it's it, adorable. set it on the table. Yeah, no, it's really good. Because she literally checks on everybody just to make sure she's like, um, have you had lunch today? And if, you, if she not, did it to me this morning, I will give you some lunch. Yeah. She yeah, was like, she was Kelly, like, Kelly. Oh, there's plenty out here. And I'm like, I'm just not hungry. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really hard for me to eat in the morning. It so is. I just, it is. But I, I, but I I've will, noticed but... protein guys just hit the protein because yeah, like yeah. she I makes mean, some great food and I couldn't eat it right away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. OK, so the next one, which I also found interesting, was the inadequate food. So when most people don't what most people don't realize is that eating super clean or super healthy with quotation marks is not necessary and can often backfire into increased cravings. Ooh. And we've talked about this a lot. Like if you want a donut, you've been craving that donut, have the fucking donut, but pair it with something like your canned chicken yeah, or like something that you're getting all aspects of it. Yeah. Get that protein with it. Just yeah. Have something with it, but have what you're craving mm -hmm. because if you, Ignore the craving. The craving is going to get worse and worse and worse. And then you're going to freak out and binge. Well, also, you're wasting all that brain space of thinking about it and thinking about yes. it. Now that I've learned that that's what I'm doing mm -hmm. after I eat something that's sweet, I'm like, I can't wait till I get it again. Yeah, because Mel is like, like she's freaked out by how clear I am. Mm hmm. It's because very, this, this has not happened in a very, very long no, time. No, this is very unreal. Like yes. Kelly is focused and stays on task. I so much on... so that I'm like, um, I feel behind. Well, and, yeah, because like <laughs> every day I'm like, oh, and then I did this and this and this and I moved this around and I got this figured out. And it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's very impressive. The so energy is back and yeah. I'm clear and mm -hmm. I'm focused. And that's what I love. It's like that's it just shows you if you use your tools right, yes. you feel good. Yes. And we understand it's like it's annoying to hear the same shit. But guess why we say the same thing sometimes because it actually works. Yes. And these GLP-1 medications are insane. Yeah. The clarity that like and I'll say it again. Jamie said it in the beginning. If this is how people that don't have food issues are every day. No wonder they don't have food issues. Right. Because if they actually were this clear and didn't have to think mm -hmm. about it so much like we do, then mm -hmm. no wonder why they're it's fine. Yeah. But also in the same token, what Jamie did say is like, then like everybody has their vice though. So mm -hmm. theirs just isn't food. They might be clear yes. and fine with food, 
but say their problem's alcohol. Yeah. Or it's gambling. Yeah. Or it's sex addiction. Whatever yep. it is, or something. We I all mean, have a battle, guys. We do. We ours definitely is fucking do. food. Yeah. That's what ours is. Because even with um, because I have a, like a family member that's really battling addiction right now. And even I can relate to her on so many levels because like the same mm-hmm. shit that she's saying to me is literally the same things that I like it's feel just, well, it's, it about goes, food. Exactly. It's, it's wild to know that like she has these problems with narcotics the same way I literally feel like I have problems with food. Like they are what she says, like her struggle is in her brain mm-hmm. is so like parallel. It's yeah. fucking bonkers. Well, I mean, when we talked to Connie Stapleton, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the addiction umbrella. Yeah. Because it's all under the same umbrella. It's it just the actual like pinpoint of what you're addicted to yeah is different well and what made me feel good about my family member that was that's going through this that she said that she's like yeah you are an addict too like you are Mm -hmm. like because i always feel weird saying i'm a food addict in front of other addicts to other things Mm -hmm. because i don't want them to think that i'm taken away from what they're going through because no i think it just brings you uh like a connection. It does because mm-hmm. like there's so many things that we can relate. Like having the the food in the house sometimes, like how just have just one item mm-hmm. will make me feel better. Yeah. Just knowing that there's something chocolate in this house makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. I might not even have it tonight or tomorrow, but the fact that it's here makes me calm and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Yep, that's immediate." Like immediate red flag for addiction because you can at least have in the house that when it calms you that's the big deal it's interesting because i so back when i first started um story time back when i first started working with jamie Mm -hmm. she wanted me to write a letter to yourself right to myself but she wanted she also gave me a secondary uh journal prompt that was who do you admire and why and why do you admire them what do you what and I wrote about Mel oh. because like I admire the strength that you have always shown. Like mm-hmm. you always have this strength of like, I got my shit together. Yeah. And, you know, after my regain and my battle of like the food addiction brain that I didn't even realize I had. Um, it's funny because now that we we talk about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's interesting how much, like, you show mm-hmm. that everything's fine, but in your head, it's, like, really not. Yep. And so it, it cracks me up because it's just giving me, like, an inner... Looking to... Uh, yeah, it's yeah. an inner vision of what Mel goes through. And it's, yep. it's really, like, it's admirable that you're talking about it. Yeah, because, like, I'm, I'm getting more comfortable talking about yeah. it. And I think it's helped you going through your process mm-hmm. and then having my family member go through what she's going through, like being able to actually open up and mm-hmm. then someone relate. And there's not like a, a pushback, a pushback. Mm-hmm. That's when I feel more comfortable. So if, if any of you guys are having problems sharing with other people or you being the one that's getting the information, not knowing mm-hmm. what to do with it, just don't have pushback. If you could mm-hmm. just not give someone a pushback when they're giving you info, like, just venting mm-hmm. um they'll they're more reluctant to do it more yeah um because when we i know for me when i get pushed back that i feel like oh there's something wrong with me i probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that mm-hmm. and now i feel like i can't talk to that person yeah so there's like maybe like 
a handful of people I will tell the real stuff to. And mm-hmm. Avi, you're number one. So <laughs> now I mean, we do own a podcast. We together, do have so. a podcast together. And I'm realizing some of the things that I think about is normal. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because that's why I asked in that moment. I was like, yeah. is this what you're going through? Because like, I forget that I have these thoughts mm-hmm. until you you start talking. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is the same. That is the same. I'm, well, and, and I, I need to help, you, too. Like, fuck. yeah, I have to give you props, though, because you did ask the question in a room full of people. I did. I did not like, you didn't, shy like away. wait Mm-mm. until we were in the privacy of our studio or, you yep. know, in the car or whatever. Like you, you asked it in the moment. And so you have to give yourself props for that because it's hard to do that sometimes. It's it hard to talk about something that is very personal. And mm-hmm. addiction is very, very personal. Yeah. Um, and so I have to. Well, thank you. Because it, uh, it felt good. And five. I think it was nice for other people to see like, hey, like. We go through shit, too. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we're, we're always, like, thinking and processing and trying mm. to figure out, like, what's going on with us. So, yeah. Like, I, I that's the only thing I can say for cravings-wise, too, mm. is just, like, think about it. You know, like, distract think yourself a little bit. Yeah, Like, just don't be mindless. Yeah, I think that's the biggest, the biggest key thing that is, like, if you let yourself talk yourself into it Mm -hmm. and you do it like a mindlessly thing like oh it's fine oh it's fine Mm -hmm. kelly says it's fine um then you're just gonna go off the rails yes but if you're mindful about where you're at and you are mindful about making sure that you have easy options or packing your lunch for the day Mm -hmm. with plenty of snacks like all of the or the mindfulness of looking at it and saying you know what i really want this donut i want this leftover donut yeah but I'm going to have this chicken with it. Exactly. So making those conscious decisions, mm-hmm. I think, are very key to the well. In a prime dealing ex- with your cravings. Prime example was yesterday for Dylan. It was kind of funny. Okay. So Maya, so they're they're teenagers. So Maya 17 and Dylan 16, right? Yes. About to be 17. Yeah. Um, and she bought Pringles. Okay. Okay. So they're on the counter. Sour cream and. No, they're, they're the originals. Uh, who eats original Pringles? Um, Maya does. Okay. So All right. they've been sitting there. I'm for, judging that decision. Right? They've completely. been sitting there for two days. I saw them right when I got done cleaning. And she opened them, had a bite, closed it. And then me and her and um, Shelby go to the store, come back, and they're gone. And she's like, that's weird. I'm like, I literally just saw them before I left. She's like, right? They were right here. And so she's searching for them. I'm like, check Dylan's room. <laughs> Because I already know, like, it's got to be him, right? Yeah. And so she runs downstairs and you hear her. She's like, hey, you're eating my shit. It was so cool to hear, like, another teenager talk to, talk to him about it. And she's like, hey, man, just ask. Then you can have some. Like, and don't take the whole thing. Come yeah. on, man. And then she, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, like, gives it back, whatever. And he ate a lot of it. Because in a very short amount of time. Very short amount yeah. of time. And he was just mindless going, going, going. And I was like, see, Dylan, this is the thing. Like, you can have whatever you want. Just like the donut. You can have these things. Put it in a Ziploc bag of the amount that you need or on a plate. A or serving. Just do the serving yep. size and then go. Yep. Because it went from Maya only having one chip so far to him eating more than half. Within like 20 minutes. Wow. It was just. I mean, I. And I it's easy to do a can of Pringles yeah. in no time in my Ditto. day. We've like, done it. Yeah. And the, it was interesting. I actually, 
Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Because everybody was commenting about how fast. And I go, no, guys, that's pretty normal. And they're like, really? And I was like, it's mindless. And that's a that mm-hmm. is a slider food. So mm-hmm. it's just melting, going, melting. Yep. I'm like, he's just playing his game and just grabbing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I've totally done that with like X, Y, and Z. Everybody yeah. started naming all I the mean, shit yeah. they've done it with. And I was like, I'm, yeah, this happens. Popcorn, chips, cookies, mm-hmm. crackers. Like we've all done mm-hmm. it. We've all done it. I used to, no, I was going to say, I used to share the sour cream and onion uh, Pringles mm-hmm. with my cat. So she really liked Pringles. And so I would literally put one in my mouth, put one on the couch and crunch it. <laughs> like, you know, like put yeah. my finger in it. So it would go into different pieces and she would eat it while I was eating that one. And we would share cans of Pringles. Oh my God. Her name was I Copper. Mean, it's kind of adorable, but they're no. not supposed to eat those either. Oh, I know. Okay. Oh, oh, I totally know now. But back then I was like, no, we're just, we sit here and we share a can of Pringles. Yeah. Like this that's is what, what we, we do. do. Yep. It was at the farmhouse in Bumpuck Nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. When she said the name, I was like, oh, I know. I remember that cat. Yep. I remember that cat. Yeah. I was like, wait, where's your cat? Whatever happened to Copper? That's a sad story. Oh. Of, of my mom took the cat to the Humane Society and did not tell me. <laughs> yeah, mommy, that, that was not fun. That was not fun. Whoops, so, daisy. Anyways, anyways all okay. Right, let's get back to the list. So this next one is kind of interesting, um, and it kind of goes with our mindless being mindful of what you're eating. Is the lack of satisfaction, aka boredom? Yes. So, uh, if your meals are not satisfying you i.e. you're eating the same chicken, brown rice, and salad every day, then you're more likely to experience cravings. Oh. So it says they try, they suggest trying mixing up recipes, flavors, sauces, and spices. It may feel overwhelming at first, so I recommend starting with one new recipe every one to two weeks. Pick up a jar of pesto, marinara, tzatziki, hummus, teriyaki sauce, barbecue sauce, and adding a drizzle onto your meals for a pop of flavor. Think outside of the box. Well, that's smart, too, because, like, say if you're the person that's having salad every day, like a chicken salad. We hear that all the time, grilled chicken salad. Yeah. If you literally just put a different topping on every time, it's going to feel different. It's going to taste different. Yeah. And then your brain's not like. I'm bored. I'm bored. I need something different. Because I remember you talking about how you turned everything into a salad at one point. At one point, yeah. So it was like hamburgers, salad, Mm -hmm. chicken, salad, Salad. steak, salad, tacos, tacos, salad, like everything was a salad. So as you're as I'm saying these and you're repeating them, your face is like, oh, because you're so like you you don't you ate it so much. I every Yeah. For months. Everything yeah. was a fucking salad. I remember yeah. being like, I don't want any salad. Yeah. I'm so no tired salads. of it. Everything's a fucking salad. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it's like you maybe make one night a week where you eat a salad. Right. Yeah. And then you kind of figure out the other ways of eating mm-hmm. through there. You know, like they're saying, add, just go to the store and just buy a random sauce. Yeah. And just try it. We've done that. And we found some really cool sauces. So. Yeah. We do do it too. Like new barbecue seasonings, new barbecue sauces, like all sorts of things are, they're super easy. Yeah. With the brisket I made last night, it was a brand new seasoning. It was garlic, herb, and lemon. Oh, no. I mean, really? And speaking of lemon, Mm. like I actually, you can take a lemon and pretty much put it 
like the lemon juice on pretty much anything yeah. and it's going to it heightens it it's going to heighten that flavor mm-hmm. it's going to balance that flavor out adding a little bit of salt adding a you know it's so crazy just what one little seasoning or like drops of lemon mm-hmm. can do, really do to a meal yeah and so try to get out of your comfort yeah. on that Not, i think that's where it's at it really is and like say like like Kristen Willard has her cookbook out right yes and that's, and that's that thing's amazing and that's where we found some of our recipes mm-hmm. I would I highly suggest go to our Amazon storefront look at all like there's a bunch of book recipes yeah. actually and we'll have there. all of it linked below also um, so you can just click always on over. it literally says Amazon storefront yes click it yes um and yeah there's tons of recipes I recommend doing at least Kristen Willard's because yeah. she has her goal was to make sure it's stuff that you already have in your house yes so you so don't have to go look for more stuff budget, Mm-hmm. that for the most part, you're going to have everything. And yeah. you can always substitute things. Always. Like always. if it calls for blue cheese and all you have is mozzarella, like throw it's the mozzarella fine. on there. Right. Or message her. I'm Kristen message uh, messages everybody back. So you can always message her too. Yes. And figure stuff out. But my yes. point is too, is like take one recipe every couple weeks yeah. out of there. Yeah. And just use it. I think that would be great for someone, yeah. that especially like when you're in your six months to like even a year and a half, you really start playing with food. You, you well, want you can. Yeah. You can start playing, your body cooking, tolerating it better. And you're tired of salads and you're tired of protein shakes. So, yep. this is the that's the time yep. to have fun and just figure shit out and do, you know, get out of your comfort zone every once in a while yeah. with food, because I've learned a lot about food yeah that i've never thought existed until yes. after surgery yeah so i would agree a okay. lot of this squid stuff i eat a lot more fish now oh yeah fish it's is a pretty good, good source of it okay so then you've got the triggers mm-hmm. now we all know what our triggers are like we know what's the go-to thing that you always went for that is not good for you well and if you don't know literally okay i know you guys hear us talk about journaling a lot and my, journaling is helpful. But journaling really helps. Um, I would say like if you start binging, because it's gonna happen. Yeah. We all do it. Um, maybe like that morning or that night when it happens, um, write down how you're feeling and then what you actually ate. Because what you might think your trigger food is might actually be something else. Yeah. So no, that's good, I, I that's took a me a while tip. to figure out exactly what my trigger foods are. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know the cracker problem until until, you had until it. Zach dropped off all those crackers. Just blame Zach. It's um, fine. Like he it was like a, a palette of them. It was funny because he brought them over here for your ducks. For my ducks. But ducks aren't like we learned that it's not good for them to have too many crackers. Ah, uh, that's OK. And then I was like, sense. I'm going to have some crackers. I love crackers. And then all of a sudden the sleeve was gone and then a box was gone and then a couple boxes were gone. I like how you're just like, well, uh, so, I'm just going to look down at my finger right yeah, now. It got real bad. So we had to get rid of them. I gave them to yeah. people. And that was the deal. I totally forgot like crackers are a fucking thing for me yeah Um, and you pinpointed it into mm -hmm. a very like stressful situations that you would eat them yep and so it makes sense that that would be a trigger food right because it literally with with journaling I, i figured out that oh i used to do that as a kid yeah i used to eat a sleeve of crackers when mom and dad were arguing and fighting and things were stressful mm-hmm. so i was able to figure out the relation to it and was like oh shit that is a problem 
Yep. No crackers in the house. No crackers. But that also, guys, I was six years out when I found that out or seven years. This seven summer, years. This, yeah. Yeah. So th- it's been seven years. So you just don't know. Yeah. I'm just telling you, you learn new shit about yourself all the time. You definitely do. And I've learned because I've never been one to have a bunch of sugar in my house. No, you're not. You I used to not. Really yeah. not. Like I just didn't buy it. Mm-mm. And if I did buy it, I ate it quick and then it was gone. Um, so moving in with Zach and the girls, they can keep sugar like there's junk been a, food junkies there, over there. Oh my god, there's been a package of cookies in there in the pantry for a while. I don't know how they do that. I don't either. Like I don't like now. I don't get into them. Yeah, but before it was like no, I was eating like it. You knew like Zach bought a whole thing <laughs> of cookies, sugar cookies, for Chloe from Seven Eleven. It was like a a thing, and it had like I think it was like. A dozen cookies or something like that. And those are the ones that have like the frosting on top, right? The no, sugar it was cookies. Just, it was just the... sugar cookie. Like, oh, just yeah, a sugar cookie. Just Got sugar it. cookie, which 7 Eleven has amazing cookies. So don't go that. there. <laughs> don't do that. Don't go there. Don't do that for yourself. Um, so he bought a box of um Chloe had one, I had the other eleven. See, that's the problem. And that's what I went. Yeah. That's where I was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, no wonder I was gaining weight like crazy. Like my food habits were trash and but the funny thing is is like they that's a trigger for me right but not for them for not but not for them no and i think there's some relation and we're gonna have to talk to someone about this because same thing with aunt nini and their family okay they have junk food around them all the time okay but none of them fucking binge See, it's weird. Okay, I can't say none of them. Shelby binges. She she we talked about it yesterday. So like me and her, the binge. Way to call Shelby out. Sorry, Shelby. I love you. <laughs> um, and because Anina was like, "Hey, I get it. Like we're not we're we're big people. Yeah. Um, but we don't like we can have it around us and we don't go. Oh my god, I need that. Yeah, it's not like um, a nightly thing for them. It's yep. only like once in a blue moon that they yeah. get. Yeah, the and I was like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Yeah. Because they realized what their problem is just it's portion control for them oh so they just eat large, large amounts, amounts of food yeah but not like all, all the time correct okay yeah all right yeah that so makes it's sense. like fuck man because she was making um goulash and she was gonna have garlic bread and she's like mm-hmm. i will take the garlic bread into the bar now uh, so that yes. way you don't have to worry about it yeah. and i was like thank you and she's like i heard that you had a a, like a trip up and I was like yeah I ate like five of them yeah <laughs> and she's like yeah uh, she's like I didn't realize like that was your a thing for you and I was like to be honest I didn't we don't have garlic bread in the house yeah. so I didn't realize that was a deal for me either yeah because you guys don't really buy uh French bread no because I yeah. know that I like French bread yeah because you and Amy me and Amy would eat a whole loaf to ourselves we would buy a loaf each and eat them that's crazy we wouldn't do that like obviously like every day but that would be no, like a still, thing that we like, have done a, i mean french bread like this like yeah that's a lot of fucking bread because the first time we did that we actually shared it and then the next time we're like we should just get our own thinking that that was a good thing <laughs> i have never like i've eaten a large amount of french bread in my day mm-hmm. like when it is warm and soft and like pillowy mm-hmm. yep I will murder a fucking French bread, but I've never eaten a whole loaf to myself. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do it in like a one hour, but it did it'd take a while. I did it in a day. That's so not a whole fucking loaf, man. Oh it's awful. God. But that's the deal is like learning what your triggers are. Yeah. Because you have to and you have to journal about it. You have to figure it out because it's not always like, oh, yep. 
you're a trigger. Well, and I, because me and you do this for a long time, like, well, I have it up here. It's fine. I have it up here. And it's like, actually, when you keep it up there in your brain. So for those that didn't know, I was pointing to my head. Uh, <laughs> you do have to journal it out. Like, you just have to get what your brain is saying on paper because mm-hmm. it can be misconstrued as something else. And it's, it clears it all it out. clears it right because, the whole me yeah. saying like it feels like you're downloading all your information on paper that's what you're that's doing. really what yeah. it is because yeah. like all of a sudden my headspace is clear because i'm not reliving that situation i had over and over and over again because uh-huh. it's out now yeah i don't have to tell someone it's just on paper yeah makes it real i understand that and that's the part that's scary for people it is it is so. and i was thinking that when you were saying like write down what you ate after a binge mm-hmm. and i'm like i i would never do that because i was that's one of the reasons why I didn't get on the scale for so long because then it makes it real. real. Yeah. But if you're willing, like if you're in this journey, it's time to make it real. Yeah. You got to make it real. And that's the whole point when we keep saying you're going to be uncomfortable, you have to be willing mm-hmm. to be uncomfortable. We've been comfortable way too long. And that's why we got to the sizes yeah, that because we fucking you get got. very comfortable in your routine and mm-hmm. what you're doing and you're making it okay in your head. Yep. And so if you, Make it real. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the first step, honestly. I think so, too. I think making it real to yourself and being very honest with yourself. And if that means stepping on the scale and writing that number down or taking a picture of it, you know, having a binge and journaling what mm-hmm. you ate and why you ate it. Yeah. I think those are like big steps to take. And a that huge. means you're really ready for a change for this change for this journey mm-hmm. because you're gonna have like pockets of uncomfortability mm-hmm. that's just what's gonna happen yes. so might yes. as well do it also with your brain because that's the one key that keeps you from like eating the things that you don't mm-hmm. want to eat anymore it's what keeps you not being so mindless yeah so it's like it's a whole body thing guys yep it's time to stop being mindless yes and comfortable i like okay. it so we are almost done i swear and then we will get to Melanie's. Um, so we've already talked about this, but stress. Mm-hmm. Stress is a huge trigger for a lot of people. And that's why you are craving stuff. I know I do it. When I get stressed, I'm like, I'm going to eat the fuck out of that. And mm-hmm. then I do. Um, before. I have to keep saying it because it's it, it was a before Kelly. Yeah. And it, I'm not saying I don't get stressed now, but which, you know leads us into one of um another episode that we're planning but <laughs> um it's I get stressed now, but I just handle it differently. Well, I think that's the deal is like with me working out, I've learned that's where I'm letting go of, of a lot all of, stress. of my stress, yeah. Yeah, like I'm getting it all out. Whatever I'm angry about, whatever I'm like sad about, mm-hmm. even happy about, it's getting done in there. It's yeah, getting, like really. I'm going to probably start posting. It's just like, I'm just going to be like in therapy and it's going to be me at the gym. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it. Because I like that. It's because working. it is therapy for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I really have been utilizing the actual therapy. Mm-hmm. I think it's crazy how much work I've done in just six months of putting all of my being into therapy and working with a dietitian, um, like the sleep dietitian, Jamie. Yeah. You know, I've I've really gave it my all. Yes. I think that's what you have to do. You have to do it. You have to be able to put your all into it and really change. Mm -hmm. And no matter how much, and I don't want you to think that like 
you're going to do therapy, work with the dietitian, you're going to have their uh, surgery, journal, all these things, and then be totally fine. Because yeah. I was doing all the things and it it wasn't, it still it didn't wasn't click fine. Yeah. Until I started the medication. Right. So right. realize that it's not just one thing that's going to fix all your problems. Sometimes yeah. you have to utilize four or five of them and then it kind of comes together. Yeah. That's you need a tool belt with yeah. different tools. It's like, not just one tool. Yeah. Like, like it's literally that's why Kelly named off like five things. Yeah. They're all tools. They're, they're all ways of dealing yeah. with stress. Well, and they're all important. I think that's key. Yeah. Like you got to like when it comes to stress, you need to like when you say like you have a stressful situation at work, say yeah. like your boss is being just a fucking dick. Yeah. Right. And it kind of leaks into your night because you're fucking frustrated. Yeah. And you have to go back to work, to work tomorrow. And, you have to deal with them. Do all the that whole good thing. Stuff. And you yeah. know it in your head. You're like, fuck. I have to deal with these people tomorrow. Yeah. But you need to start thinking, okay, you do have to deal with, deal with these people tomorrow. What are you going to do from when you're off work to when you start again to mm -hmm. help yourself not feel like that That's tomorrow? That's a good question. Like, what can you do? Mm -hmm. And there is lots of things you can do because you can go work out. You can journal. You can just listen to fucking music. Jump up and down. Listen do whatever. Podcast. Like, do what makes you happy so you can get out of that. Yeah. Because, like, it's not going to do you any good to wake up annoyed and uh -huh. frustrated and go right into the job that you're yep. frustrated with. So then so, when Karen brings in all those donuts, mm -hmm. you're what, what are you going to go towards? Right. You're going to go you're straight fucking stressed. Yep. So you're going to crave whatever's there and handy and sugary and carby. Exactly. And that's why in the morning, prepare yourself, especially when mm. you know you're about to have like a stressful meeting yeah. or you're about to have a stressful conversation with someone. Mm. Go in with high protein before you go because you can be super clear because yeah. I know we want to talk to someone um, about the blood barrier blood brain barrier because we've heard it kind of talked about a couple yeah. of times once with Dovek and once with Dr. Eric. And mm -hmm. I'm like, hoo, hoo, hoo. that there's like a whole thing about food and water and what it does and how, like how it breaks over. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to learn about that all together. Um, all, all together. All now. together. Our little happy family, yes. because if we can eliminate us feeling stressful in the morning, that's going to create a whole blanket of what the day is going to look like. I think so, too, because I've made I've made it very clear in my house to not talk to me for the first hour. And it's not like I won't like there's no talking. It's let me approach you. That's what I've told everybody in my household. It's like, yeah. hey, just let me get up, do my thing and I will come to you. I will talk to you like because um, my, I'm just trying to wake up and process my day. And they're like, what do you mean? The day just started. And I was like, I understand that. But like, I have meetings, I have recordings, I have interviews, I have things I have to do. And in my head, what I do for the first hour, cause I don't drink coffee. Everyone's like, you know, don't talk to me till I have my coffee. Yeah, That's me. For me. It's like, I'm literally just going through my head of like, okay, what am I going to do at this time and this time? And how am I going to get this processed? And, you know, I'm like getting my water, getting mm -hmm. my vitamins, getting my tea and just slowly like getting ready. And I notice mm -hmm. if I get that hour, I feel great for the rest of the day. Almost yeah. like my energy level is higher. My attention spans higher. I don't feel groggy. So I just feel like if you know you're going into a stressful situation, just prepare yourself. Yeah. You have to prepare, prepare, and you really have to be organized. I know mm -hmm. it can be annoying and frustrating, but a lot of us are a typical. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's atypical. Yeah. Atypical. You guys can correct me and write into the comments if I'm wrong. But like those are people that are high functioning, high organizational mm -hmm. people. So mm -hmm. we can do this, guys. We just have to do it for ourselves because we're organized and like 
crazy on point with everybody else yeah. and everybody else's business, but our own. And that's a problem. We need to just do it for ourselves every morning. Just check in with yourself when you wake up. How are you doing? How are you feeling? That's why I need at least an hour of drinking my coffee and doing mindless shit mm-hmm. before I start my day. Mm-hmm. It, I really it's very do. important. Yeah. And I go and make my coffee and I have a whole routine that I do. And if I get that and nothing breaks my routine, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm and, ready to take the day off. And we have heard like when my routine's broken, then like my whole day is fine. Yeah. And it's like. We, I understand that because we've all felt that. Yes, we've all had um, it happen. My therapist did help me with that, though. And that's when, like, it's broken. And then once you're able to go right back, go right back. So even if that same day, remember okay. how she was saying, just complete yeah. the routine. Yeah. So say if you call me mid routine, mm-hmm. I don't just like freak out and then don't finish my routine. I yeah. need to finish it yeah. regardless of the time frame. Like, yes. We have like things we have to be at, but yeah. as much as you can finish your routine, cause your, your body likes it. Yeah. Like your mind likes that, like mm-hmm. the simplicity of it. So yes. it's like, oh, it's done. Yeah. Now we're okay. <laughs> like, yes. It's, I agree. It seems very goofy, um, but it, it does work. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. It really, really All does. Right. I think this is the last one. That's okay. Yes. It's our show. Last one. We can go as long as we want. (laughs) I know, right? Um, Hormonal changes or imbalances. Um, So they say this is the one we don't always have much control over. And hormones like ghrelin and leptin. Ghrelin is the one that makes you hungry. And leptin is when you feel satisfied. Yeah. Full, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Um, so they call them the appetite hormones can be difficult barriers to weight loss. Hormone shifts throughout the menstrual cycle can also have a significant impact. Typically, cravings and hunger increase during the second part of the menstrual cycle. Yes. We recommend allowing yourself to eat more, even if it's more sweets rather than stress over it which is great. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read this whole thing because I think it's important. Uh, Give yourself a little grace when you're going through hormonal shifts. Talk to a physician if it really seems difficult to manage and take care of yourself both physically and mentally. There's been some research that avoiding dairy can be helpful as well, but I recommend speaking to your doctor or registered dietitian before eliminating any food groups from your diet. Okay. So I I really like that because I think we tend to do that, like if we're having hormonal changes, because, you know, you've got PCOS, you've got uh, the, you know, period. They're just regular. Regular things that happen uh, with women, especially. Um, I think that it's important to try to figure out how to balance that. Mm -hmm. And I think it by allowing yourself a little bit of grace during those periods of time where you're eating maybe a little bit more sweets. Yeah eating a little bit more carbs. I allow myself during my cycle. Yeah. Because I feel the craving even harder. Yeah. It's like stupid. Sometimes like that's how I know when my uh, cycle is going to start because it's like the two days before I start like really wanting fucking chocolate. Uh, like it's yes. harder. It's it's harder to avoid. Like I'll do the mindless things of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll, I'll put up my clothes. Mm-hmm. I'll do an editing, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And normally that works. But like for cycle weeks it fucking sucks it doesn't like my brain won't stop thinking oh, yeah. about it it was just like yeah oh, when are we gonna get it you should have it why mm-hmm. don't you have it yet let's get some mm-hmm. more <laughs> it's like well yeah because your whew. period hits you like a freaking, ton of bricks yeah man. like when you we try to eliminate face to face during, during that, that time because she's just not i mean to myself i mean to everyone around me i'm yeah. not like me i'm just snippy you are very I'm, snippy. I'm snippy that's so the deal. we work 
separately during yeah. those times. We try, so we try yeah. to because she can get very. I just get short. There's no fluff. And I barely have fluff sometimes yeah. as it is. I'm the fluffer. <laughs> Kelly's my fluffer. Yeah. And, which, yeah. And you know what? Um, I'll be sniffy for, at my fluffer. So I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. There's been a few times. Uh, but we just roll past it. I'm a very yeah. easygoing person. And most of the time I don't take offense. I just yeah. kind of roll with the punches and I move on. Um, but allowing yourself a little bit more grace yep. during that time is very needed, very needed. And you just and I think it goes along with the routine, too, is like, OK, so you have a few more chocolate bars during that time. Yeah. But then as soon as your period is over, you roll right back into what you're doing. And that's that's key. What Kelly is mm-hmm. saying there, roll right back into routine. Yeah. Yep. Don't let it break. Just like um the slack because my period was last week. So um, I worked out. And that helped as much as my doctor told me, like, hey, just keep working out during your periods. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot better for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew that. But like if mine are pretty bad, you you do. have Sometimes there's times where I just like can't get out of bed for like 24 hours at least. So but this last week I made myself go regardless of Mm -hmm. how I felt. And he's not wrong. <laughs> like I mean, doctors told, do know something. They do. I mean, yes, it was harder to push myself. Yeah. Um, at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but I still made sure I did an hour and I did everything that I would normally do. I've noticed it took me longer to get like my mile on the elliptical was sixteen minutes instead of fifteen. Okay. Like things were just taking a little bit longer, but I didn't give up. That was the deal. I was like, nope, I'm here. And okay. then the rest of the day, I wasn't as crabby. Like my okay. mood, I wasn't really sharp with people. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I do highly recommend like high protein, especially during cycle time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that just helps with my complexion as well because okay. I'm pale as fuck. Yeah. Um, Kelly, tells, I, I look like I'm death when I'm on mine. So I would yeah. say high, high protein, which has helped me with the sweet stuff. I still want it, um, but it's not as bad. Yeah. It's like the um, inner monologue is a lot shorter. Okay. Um, when I work out. So I did notice that this last week I was like, oh, so okay. you're seeing changes too. Yep. There's a lot of changes when, like, you do what the doctor tells you to when do. When you do the things that you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's talk about how. Okay. So now we know what causes cravings. Yes. Let's talk about eliminating them. How to eliminate cravings. So the process for managing cravings is to address the root cause of cravings and then figuring out strategies to combat them. So so all the things that we just we've, talked about. We kind of basically have talked about these. We'll just run through them real quick here. Yeah. So it says avoid skipping meals, which we do know that's a big killer for a lot of us. It is. Uh, the eating too healthy, I think, is kind of like because you touched on it a little bit mm-hmm. with the whole eating clean and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But they do have a point, guys. If you are eating like super clean, your body will still sometimes crave those carbs and those well, sugars. Well, I think it's because when you're doing... Yes, you're eating good, right? You're eating healthy, clean, however you want to put it. But sometimes when you're eating too healthy, you're not getting some added things. So like when I eliminated all carbs, you know, so I was eating healthy. Mm -hmm. Very. But then but your body still needs carbs. Yeah, like it needs that for fuel to function. So it's like. Don't eliminate too much because then you're you can feel fatigued mm-hmm. even if you're eating healthy because you're not getting enough of something. Well, and we talked about that with uh, Michaela. Yeah. 
in one of the episodes and she actually pinpointed like I restricted because eating too healthy or eating too clean is a form of restriction. It is. So she said that I was restricting for so long that it makes sense that I regained or rebounded, however you want to say it, so hard. Yeah. Because I was so restrictive for so long. And I think you can, you almost see that with anything that happens with music, movies, politicians, food. Uh, it always goes too far to, uh-huh. to one side. And then we have to reel it back into yep. the middle. Yep. Like it happens with everything. Yep. And this exactly. even says like you'll be excited to add carbs back in your life because like I said, you, you do need those like whole grains are you great. Do. Like, you know, like the quinoa and all those things. Like you I'm do not a fan need of that. quinoa. Except but brown for, rice, you like that. But I do like the there's some from Costco and we had it in our Costco reel. Yes. Of what we bought. And they come in packs of like 10 and they're the rice that you just pop in the microwave mm-hmm. for 90 seconds. I really like them. There's a kale and something brown rice one with quinoa. And then there's a um, Spanish rice one that I really, I really do enjoy both of them. So finding an alternative that you do actually enjoy that. I think that's another thing. (coughs) Sorry. Um, Is that when you are going towards things that you don't even like. Yeah. So say you're eating brown rice and boiled chicken every single night. Oh, no. Yes, it is clean. Yes, it is healthy. But it's boring. Like, it's just flat out boring. boring. It has no taste, no flavor. Like, I remember back when I was really trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. It was, I was living, we were living in Kaiser at the apartment. Yes. And not me and Mel, but the ex-husband. The ex. Um, So, but I had my sister because she was working out. She was actually training for her competition. Mm -hmm. And I remember asking her like, hey, can you help me with, plant like meal prepping Mm -hmm. so she came over we meal prepped we put it all together it was legit boiled chicken brown rice and sweet potato now something about me is i hate brown rice i hate sweet potato and the chicken was so bland like i literally ate it for one day and i was like i can't do this no who could besides animals she literally ate like that for like five weeks no she was her waist was like this big (sighs) i'm not even joking you it was weird i'm surprised the food could fit through it uh yeah so and (laughs) but this is the other thing is, is okay so she so i couldn't do it i refused i could not do it it was so disgusting So make your food enjoyable. Yes, that's key. Make your food enjoyable. So the other part of the about my sister doing that competition. So she did that for five to six weeks. I think it was five to six weeks. She did her competition immediately after the competition. We go to Mexican food. Mm -hmm. And on the way there, they stop and she got cookies, candy, chips, like the ultimate binge. Yeah. Then we're drinking margaritas. We're having the like beans and rice and tortillas and like anything you could want. Yeah. So it's like the ultimate like example of what happens when you are completely restrictive for an amount of time. You have to give yourself some grace you and do. some movement around what you're eating. Yeah. Because if you do that, that's what's going to happen. You Absolutely. go straight for as soon as you're able to. She knew that as soon as she walked off that stage, that's where she's going. She could eat whatever she wanted. Yep. 
And that's what happened. Yeah. So it just shows you give yourself variety, give yourself some spice, like give yourself some flavor. Yeah. We are not meant to eat boring for the rest of our lives. And if, I don't even know where anybody got that from. Like, right? why were people even doing that? Like, well, and OK, so imagine like eating boring for the rest of your life. How boring is that? Yeah. And is that worth you being at a low weight? No, not, not for me. me. Mm -mm. Like I look back and I look at myself at like 140 and I'm like, I was number one, too skinny. Number two, I wasn't enjoying my life and my food at that point. Like I was literally eating the bare minimum. Yeah. So let's let's just move beyond the boring and bland world of food. Yeah, I think maybe as a new bariatric patient, just literally go to Costco or your store of choice. Yeah. And like take 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. 30 bucks, whatever, and mm-hmm. just go to the spice aisle. Yeah. And just grab yeah. a bunch of different stuff because, like, one, your taste buds are going to change. Yeah. And two, you won't have anything bland. You know, or don't you, have anything bland. Or Marshall's has like spice packs they that do. you can buy. Yeah. Like, they're preloaded. They're pre, like, Costco had one. Mm-hmm. Zach bought one. I don't think we've even used it yet. Um, but, it's there. And then you would have every single spice and you could play around with all the flavors. Yes. And if yes. you're not sure what goes together, Google it. Seriously, Google it. What spices work with each just other? Just start playing with them. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. Let's get rid of the bland food, people. Yes. Let's get rid of it. There shouldn't be a such thing. You should actually like once a month, take 20 or $30, go to your store, buy like two new spices and two new sauces Ooh. every month. I like and that. And then you can kind of figure out some recipes to use with it and just try it in different ways over the month. Yeah. And then the next month, find new ways. And then you always will have new recipes working into right? your system. And then you're kind of building your own recipe book. Exactly. You know, like yeah. your own personal, like, okay, I could have these different spices and then this could cover a month or two. Yeah. Or the food. And that would be amazing. And I have to point out also like dad, Rob, he has, if you have not listened to his episode, go listen to his episode because it's incredible. Um, but he actually has like a whole Excel file mm-hmm. of what days they're eating what, but none of his food looks bland or, At all. or boring. Nope. I would love to, uh, when maybe one or Philly doc, uh, dad, Rob, we can have come over for dinner. Dr. Rob, Dr. Rob, Dr. Rob. Dr. Dad Rob. Yes. Let's um, go over to yeah, your house for dinner. Because seriously, <laughs> all his food looks so yummy. And I can imagine like being excited to eat that food. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So what's our next one? So the next one, um, we pretty much, we we're hitting on a lot of these. So yeah. basically it's like having the healthy option in advance. Yeah. So, so pre-plan, being mindful, knowing that you, when you get home from whatever you're doing for my example, like our recording and stuff, Mm -hmm. knowing when I'm going to get home, I'm going to be ravenous. Yeah. Having a chicken salad pre-made or having something ready to go. That's going to eliminate, help eliminate that. So much, so much. And I like this one. It's do self care. Yes. So it says do self care and try something new because it helps manage your stress and emotions and it redirects your mind Mm -hmm. um, towards other things and food. Yes. And I'm like, that one's very critical because it It really is. Kelly has been on this um, all year long. So it's actually been a full year. We're in the new year now that you've been trying something new every month. Yes. And And I'm going to do I'm going to make a reel about it. So I hope that we can drop it before this episode because I did 
I think I hit it. I think you did. Like, I think there's something something new new. every month. So instead of the traditional like New Year's, like, oh, I'm going to lose this amount of weight or I'm going to eat healthy or I'm going to go to the gym every day. I didn't want to do that this last year. I really wanted to focus on doing something fun every month. Yeah. Something new, trying a different recipe or trying a different um hobby or something right new travel something i wanted to do something new yeah and so i think i hit it i'm gonna go back through my pictures and make sure that i hit it every month but i think i did i think you did i can like already see the last five six months and like you've hit them all right that's what i was thinking so so we're gonna this is gonna be cool yeah so i'm gonna gonna put that together that's gonna be Maybe we'll just do it with this episode. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. because like that's that's basically what the biggest deal is, is it's self-care and then knowing your triggers. Yeah. So those yeah. are the two things is like take care of yourself is is key. Number one. Yeah. I'm even yelling at my aunt about it because yeah. she makes sure we all have food. We do all these things. And then like she she doesn't have like well, the mom's always the last. They, and to that's what down. I told her. I was like, yeah. hey, like I get it. Like mom's like we're never like mm-hmm. number one. I was like, but she's not even taking vitamins and she's a cancer survivor. So I'm like, it need what the oh, fuck? I'm I know. Talk to her about that. I know you should. You right. Should when we get not. upstairs, because right? that's a big deal. I was like, you still have to take care of yourself, girl. Like you, you have to still get the water, the protein, protein the, the vitamins. vitamins. It's like, important. Let's go, man. Yeah. So it's it shows you it doesn't matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. It is still hard to take care of just number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's that's what's key. So do something you like. At the end of this episode, I want you to do two things. Do something that you like and prepare something in advance. Yeah, that's that's Something a good easy. challenge. Easy I think peasy. you should add on there. Ooh. Journal how you felt about this episode. Ooh, and then message us. And then message us. If you want to. <laughs> yeah, if you want us to read it. I think it'd be really cool because I think this episode um actually taught us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um I think this this blog article was really cool yeah. because we talk about cravings, we talk about food addiction, but we did I don't think we've ever really talked about like what causes the cravings. No, and like thinking about what you're just saying is like okay, what does cravings and that look like look like, smell like, like feel like? Yeah. Like we need a re- I think in this episode we really dissected what that looks like for us, yeah. for both of us. Like, yeah. like our, like literally our brains will keep going. Yeah. So it's like, it's we like understand a hamster it. wheel sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to journal that out because yeah. then, of you know, like we were talking about making it real for yourself. Yeah. You know, stepping on that scale, journaling why you're binging, you know, journaling what's making you restrict. Yeah. And, and if you don't like journaling, like I know, cause you know, being on the artistic side of that, like, mm-hmm. You can do drawings. Yeah, like, you can draw. You can write poetry. You can make lyric music. Like you can do things. You can even voice note yourself. You can vote in Voxer. That I do yeah. that for little bits. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So actually, I should play back that one of these days and see how many are in there. That'd be fun. Um, but that, that's kind of the deal is like just do whatever you like and then use that as a funnel yeah. to get everything out of your head and why mm-hmm. you do the things that you do. Yeah. Because that's going to be key for success. Like. I mean, I wouldn't be seven years out w- where I am right now if it wasn't mm-hmm. for using all the random tools that have come our way. Yeah, I think this year, this last year, I really utilized more of my tools. You did. In my tool belt. And I wasn't so scared of, like, failure. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of the cravings, like, why people restrict, why they were constantly battling our weight. 
because we're so afraid of failing yeah. at everything that we try. Because think about the diet culture. Mm-hmm. Everything's based on the failure of it. It is. Because if you think about like, and I'm not. And I think we should do an episode called What is Failure? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good idea. Because yeah. failure looks like a lot of different things to a lot of different uh-huh. people. Yep. And diet culture is a fucking bitch. Well, and it they is. and they have I think they've used the word failure to promote their fucking shit. Yeah. And it's made us feel like we're small and that we're a bunch of little mm-hmm. failures around yep. the world. And we're not. Well, and I think with like I'm going to pick on Weight Watchers here for a second. And if you if Weight Watchers works for you, like go go with your bad self. Like if it works, utilize cool. it. Cool. Do I'm, it. I'm happy. For me, every time, so like I would do Weight Watchers for a little bit and then I would feel like comfortable. So then I'd stop doing Weight Watchers and then I'd gain back. Of course. And then I would go back on Weight Watchers Mm -hmm. and then I would be really good and then we'd go on vacation. Yep. And then I'd fall off. And Because diet culture also tells you when you're on vacation that it's okay to eat like shit. Which, and for you to do all those things. And I I, I know where Kel's going to go with this for like a hot second. But mm-hmm. my key thing, and I've said it since the beginning, your body doesn't know you're on vacation. Only you do. So you should still treat yourself with respect and dignity and give yourself the protein and water you need and then go ham afterwards. Well, I I, I play okay. hard work hard, man. Yes, I agree with like, let's give our bodies what it needs. First thing in the morning, right? Yeah. Have a nutritious breakfast because most places you can have a nutritious breakfast mm-hmm. readily available. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking back to Mexico. Yeah. Like I had eggs and meat and fruit pretty much every morning. Yep. And I made sure I got high protein in the morning. And I ne- I didn't really go ham, Mm-mm. but I enjoyed myself. That's That's what you need. And I also listened to when my body said I was full. And I think that's another thing is when you're on vacation, you try to push it because you're on vacation. Yeah. But and I think there's a balance between enjoying yourself, but also listening to what your body needs. Yeah. Because like when we would eat a lot on vacation, it was it was literally too like painful. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you can still be on vacation and enjoy everything Mm -hmm. without it hurting. Correct. You know, you don't have to be walking around with fucking nausea and heartburn. Yeah. Like who wants to feel like or that? swollen feet. Yeah. Who who wants to feel like that yeah. on vacation? You you fucking don't. You know, when I went to Mexico because I ate and I drank, I got my water. I did my protein. I made sure that I was up like doing mm-hmm. the things I needed to do. And with the help of the medication, I wasn't having like nonstop sugar and carbs like I normally would on vacation. Right. My feet didn't swell at mm. all. Mm. And I was on a planes like for like six hours. Mm. So, it so now was, we know it's very interesting. Eye very opening. interesting. So yep. it just goes to show you. There is a lot more happening within your body than what, than you, what think. you think. And if we can just get Kelly to use sunscreen, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be golden. We'll be golden. We'll be golden. And, you know, I'm literally golden right now. If you think about it, like my hair is like mm-hmm. kind of a golden. My it's skin like a rose is gold. kind of a golden. Yep. I'm ready to change. <laughs> and I love it. by the time you're watching this, my hair has already changed because we're going in after this. Yes, we are. So, all right. We love you guys and we will see you next time.
on by. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP for all your support needs. That's right. And we even have our own website. So go over to arslylifepodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, get that free ebook, and then don't forget to get your merch. And also, we're on YouTube, guys. So type in our name, hit that bell, and hit subscribe, and you're going to see our lovely faces every single Tuesday. So thank you for listening to Arsley Life Podcast, where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. 